drop? The debate raged on for many years on who would win between Batman v Superman, and we got our answer a few years ago. But for me, the timeless battle between two titans raged almost 20 years ago in a film that's loved, but not really appreciated for what it is. Tonight, we're going to talk about Freddy versus Jason. Strap in, kids. This is a fun one. Welcome back, everybody, to the Be Kind Rewind podcast. So wonderful to have you guys back. I am so excited about today. We have a couple people in the studio. Uh, one you might be, you, I know you're familiar with. She is the best friend of the show, and she's actually been working a lot lately. Uh, she's got some really cool films, uh, short films coming out soon. Uh, we're excited to see. Uh, Miss Jen Potcher is back Hi. with us today. Uh, hello, Big Jen. <clears throat> Thank you so much for short notice for coming on. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. You know, Sweet. anytime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. It's and then uh, I'm, I'm so excited. We have a, a, a new guest with us tonight, somebody that I've been wanting to work with and have on the show for a very long time. Uh, he's a very good friend of mine. And I actually, and I always enjoy working with him. And the sad part is, is even though we even work in the same building now, we don't get to work together enough, and it's a bummer. But uh, Braden Goodman, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Uh, cool. I'm excited to have you. Braden Goodman is a member with me and Jen of the Treasure Valley Avengers. He's got some really good cosplays. I know that uh, you may have probably seen him out there as Miles Morales, but who else have you played? Uh, let's see. So More are planning to. So I got Miles Morales for a fact, and then I've yeah. done Star-Lord. Uh, I plan to do Storm. Oh man, who else do I have? I can't even think. Clementine? Oh yeah, I got Clementine from The Walking Dead. Nice. Uh, I'm working on uh, the newest killer from Dead by Daylight, the trickster. Right on. Um, also contemplating doing a Quicksilver cosplay too. Nice. Uh, yeah, just there's a lot nice. going on. Nice. I, I love the, like, uh, and rightfully so, gender doesn't matter to you with your god plays, and uh, that actually inspired me. Uh, Squirrel Girl has always been one of my dreams, and actually you inspired oh, that. Really? Because, oh, really? Oh, yeah, because like you you, had, you were talking about it. It's like, oh, that's, you know what, so yeah, screw this. I'm always like really worried about, it's like, okay, I could either be Fat Thor or Red Guardian, and that's pretty much it. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> you inspired me, so I, I'm really grateful. Oh, man. And well. I'm, I'm so thankful to have you on the show. Uh, when I was talking to you about what movie we wanted to do and a couple of horror movies, came to mind you had talked about the ring versus the grudge and a couple other other ones and uh, and i loved those because they're really super scary but i was like i want to do something that's really gimmicky that's uh just completely ridiculous and how how, how you how you bring this how how, how you broach a, a topic like this um, so we were talking Freddy versus Jason, and you were still excited about it, so that made me happy. So. Yeah, it's two of my favorite franchise killers. Yeah, it's great. Um, so Freddy versus Jason, August 15th, 2003 is when it debuted. Uh, $30 million it cost to make. They made $116 million, so technically it was a win, but not the huge mega buster that they wanted it to be. Uh, this film was teased originally at the end of Jason Goes to Hell, the final, I think it's like the final Friday or something like that is what they call it. As uh, its technical name, the final Friday, J Jason goes to hell. And at the very end of that movie, 
uh, you see the Jason mask thrown in the dirt, and that's when they teased the Freddy Krueger glove coming out of the dirt and grabbing the mask. And that was so... Back then, in 93, I can remember... Yep, there it is. Jason goes to hell, the final Friday. Which the the poster to that is cool. The silver mask with the... It was, like a, was that like a little snake coming through it? Or what was that? I know it looks really cool. Uh, It is. Hold on. I'm... I'll bring it back up. Sorry. Oh, it's like a weird... I don't even know what that is. A little is. demon worm thing? It's like a demon worm yeah. hell spawn. Like a little, parasite looking little thing. little demon. I don't um, know. Uh, you know what's funny is that almost looks like the little caterpillar that Freddy Krueger turns into in this film. Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> so for 10 years, uh, it was talked about. In fact, they even went on to make different movies because they were so pissed that it was taking this so long to get the rights together from the two the two companies to make it. So that's why they went and made Jason X, which uh, Brett from the Eavesdrop Network is... What he, he he really enjoys that one. So it took finally ten years, and I think that in those ten years, like I think it, I think it was ten. It was too long. Like if they were going to do it, it is a shame that they couldn't get it to put together quicker. And I think that's why it this went down as something that didn't go over. I mean, it went over well enough, one hundred and sixteen million, but it didn't become the the new franchise that they were they were wanting it to be. In fact, it was the final formal films of both of these franchises, actually. They both went on to do reboots after this. And until, obviously, I read recently that Freddy, that, that um, Robert England's going to do Freddy again in another movie nice. at some point. All right, on. I'm excited for that. So, I'm in. So, Freddy versus Jason, when was... Do, do you remember the first time you saw it? I mean, I know you oh. watched it recently for this show, but when was your... The first time I, you watched it. I think I was like 13 or 14, so... Yeah, because in 90... I mean, in 2003, I you was had... three years. I yeah, you were just turned three. Yeah, this you came out on my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it came out on your birthday? Yeah. August 15th? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. My son, Miles, is August 17th, actually. Oh, really? That's hilarious, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you were three years old. So, yeah, you, you would have found this much, 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 much later. Jen, you and I, we probably, I saw the theater. I did too. I don't, I don't, I know, I remember like going to the theater to watch it, but I don't remember like the circumstances. Does that make sense? You know, so I don't, I mean, I remember I liked it and I bought the DVD. Yeah. Actually, I think I bought the DVD at a pawn shop, but I still (laughs) bought it. (laughs) Because for a while, like I was buying like all these DVDs, like, like, like pawn shops would have like 10 for 20 bucks and I would just like go there once a week and that's how I built my... Tangent. Sorry. No, that's not a tangent <laughs> at all. I would hear that. But but yeah, and I know I bought it that way at a pawn shop at one point because I loved it. But I don't really remember like actually watching it. If that makes sense. No, it totally. <laughs> makes sense. I get that. I remember thinking it was like. To, to me, this is one of those films that it can never reach to what you have in your head, as as good as you think it is, or how big or epic as you you want it to be. No matter what, it's like when a new Star Wars movie comes out. It will never be in here. Like we, you know, we just all got finished watching WandaVision. The finale, we're not talking about it specifics, but no matter what's on that screen, it's not close to what you put, had in here. As beautiful as it could be, or as cool as it could be in this case, it it's it, it it's not quite what's in your head. So it kind of 
be, yeah, these types of films just can never ever get legs and walk forever. Uh, and I, I find that quite often with reboots too. It's very rare that a reboot takes off and goes because no matter what, either you're pissed that you're dealing with, you know, you're messing with a classic or whatever. And this does feel like a reboot, but it's the original, it's the re- original Freddy Krueger and one of the other older Jasons. It wasn't Kane Hooter that was this Jason. It was a different one. This was the Jason from Jason Takes Manhattan, I believe, from what I'm read. So I, I enjoyed it. But it wasn't like to me. I just picked it apart. Like, why did they do this? Why did they do that? Why did they do, like, the 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 stoner guy to me was just, oh, you're just doing a, a Jason Mewes impression. But it, it was still a lot of fun. But it wasn't something that I loved at the time. So now here we are, 20 years later, almost 20 years later that it's been out, and I loved it. I liked <laughs> it a whole heck of a lot more now than I did. 20 years ago now what what were your thoughts jen on seeing this for the first you know probably one of the first times since then my thoughts last night or my thoughts 20 years ago uh either one what was your thoughts 20 years ago if you remember i mean i just i'm kind of the opposite like i watch these films and they are exactly what i want most of the time but maybe it's because i don't I try not to anticipate too much. I just want to enjoy it for what it is. And so when I saw this the first time, I was like, that was so freaking cool. You know, because yeah, they're see, fighting this is each a, other. That's a learned skill. Like I'm, I'm really learning patience yeah. and I'm learning <laughs> and I'm learning that, uh, yeah. especially with all the, the superhero crossover things they are doing now Like you, you have to just let the story say, tell itself, and yeah, and and that's kind of where I was. And I love reboots, and I love I I love all of it because I I just kind of let myself enjoy it. And that's how I was with this movie. Like mm-hmm. I know when I saw it back then, I was like, oh my god, that was so cool. Like I loved, I just loved how pissed off Freddie was. Like he, you know, <laughs> I loved that through the whole thing. Like he was so mad, mm-hmm. and and. Uh, and then very even, human Freddy Krueger in this yes. one. A very human Freddy Krueger. And, and and getting to see Robert like do more than just kill everybody. You mm-hmm. know, he he actually like got to show some emotion, which was cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, and and then watching it again, I I I didn't love it as much as I did the first time. So okay. I was opposite again, yeah. the opposite. And a lot of that is is having so much more acting training since then. Watching it and going, oh, um, <laughs> some of that yeah. was. Ooh, uh, yeah, but sure. I still really, really enjoyed it, and it was a lot of fun to mm-hmm. watch. And uh, I, ha- I had some good scares, and there are a couple times when I was like, ah, I, like legit yelled out loud because something scared me. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, so I like I, I just I still love it. It's still super fun. Yeah, it was a whole heck of a lot more fun than than I remembered. And I, I can't say I had any of the jump scares, but I did enjoy. I, I did, I did enjoy it a whole heck of a lot more than I did. I'm always curious with these types of films for someone who's uh, <laughs> demographically uh, in every in every facet younger in a completely different category than us. It, it's always interesting to me your take, Brayden, uh, on someone that's like this movie was just it, it was already out. It had been out. You, you had to like okay, I kind of want to see where the story goes. For us, it was like an event many 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 years in the making for you it's like okay this is just what they did at one point (laughs) so 
I don't know what what, what did you think uh, when you first saw it, or was it something? Was just uh, was it an anomaly to you? Was it just another part of the series? Like, what was your take on that? So when I first saw it, this was the I think the second or third horror movie I've ever seen. Okay. And uh, the only reason I watched it was because I was at a party with some friends, and they're like, "Hey, let's watch this. This is an old classic movie. It'd be a lot of fun." <laughs> and so we sat down and watched it. And then I honestly don't remember a lot of it. I just remembered I didn't like it at mm-hmm. all, um, especially because I'd watched the original uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. and pretty much I just didn't like how Freddy Krueger was portrayed when I was younger. Mm-hmm. It like in that movie specifically, and um, then you know fast forward in the original Freddy Krueger or in no, this one uh, the uh, Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, sorry, yeah, I should have clarified that. No, you're fine. Um, but then you know a couple of years later, up to now, when I watched again. Um, thing is is i like it more than i did when i was younger there's still a lot of things in the movie where it feels kind of like iffy on how things work like i don't know it just the movie itself feels a lot different compared to a lot of i guess more modern movies that i would have watched like Mm -hmm. modern horror movies and whatnot that i really enjoy it just it feels different and the formula is really strange but i mean to be fair it's just how this movie is so there is, I, for me, that when I when I look back at the classic horror movies of the '80s, there was like an unhingedness to them because they were making up this kind of type of genre as they were going. Well, I can't really say they were making it up, but you know, the the slasher genre was you know, the the farther out there you could go, that's how you had to get people in. Freddy Krueger being such a recognizable icon. I mean, they had him on cereal boxes and toys, and everybody knew who he mm-hmm. was. Even though you look at some of the cla- you know, the first few movies in the series, and like, holy crap, this is terrible. Not in a in a good way. Like, this is demonic. <laughs> I, movies from this era here, I like because they're they're. They're a really good segue from just the unhinged, you know, throw anything at the wall type of of what they were doing back then to then very shortly after this, I feel like horror movies in general, they had to cross over to like it had to be hyper realistic. Like everything had to be. I mean, it wasn't too much longer after this that The Ring and The Grudge came out. And but with the ring and the grudge, those were just remakes of yeah, Japanese yeah. movies that already came out. Yeah, yeah, and the the horror wasn't in your face a comical, you know, slasher killer. It was a really slow burn with jump scares. I mean, you're talking. I mean, some of these movies, like like movie Dark Water, the villain is a black stain on the ceiling. Like you, it's a lot different. And the reboots are that way. They're very dark. I mean, look at what they've done with uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. I mean, you look like you're reading, you know, the even the previews looks like pictures from a police file. Like it's very, it's suddenly realistic. I love the, just the off the wall cartooniness of this mm-hmm. that you don't see as often in my opinion. And I could be wrong. Please correct me. Please jump in and correct me if I am. But this is that last little bit of when I mean, you're looking at Halloween 20. Uh, you know, H2O was around this time. This using these prov- trying to you know try to revitalize because that's what they were trying to do with these. I mean, the, 
they'd pretty much run out of ideas and run out of things to do with with Freddie and Jason at this point. So to finally put them together, it it had that it had a really good mix. I feel of there's nothing in this like really super cartoony but still serious about it, and I really liked that about it because now that's just gotten just insane horror movies now and kind of they've calmed down a little bit but for a while there especially in the mid 2000s yeah. I mean they were you, especially with jump scares taking over if you look at like The Conjuring or oh yeah uh, pissed off Conjuring. what The Rings that one that one came out yeah. the Ring sequel which was terrible I hated oh, that movie. The Rings yeah Rings oh. was gross <laughs> it was silly I liked it but uh, <laughs> but, but again there was yeah, it was more like there's nothing about this film that was realistic at all and that's what I loved about it that's why yeah. I, I loved it it was just so cartoony but but uh, authentically ridiculous and I, and I and I liked it it wasn't it didn't it, it didn't take itself too seriously mm-hmm. sometimes these horror movies take themselves a little too seriously yeah. that's what they did to me in, in the mid 2000s horror movies just really just went hyper realistic but this is just a nice good throwback to not only the car you know like that cartoony aspect but even farther back to the 80s when and jen can speak to this too but like it was a different time when we were kids like we were all pretty much latchkey kids and we just kind of like we kind of had to fend for ourselves i just watched a really cool documentary about action park couple nights ago called clash action park on on hbo max and talking about the 80s kids were like that last generation of kids that were like they just kind of had to fend for themselves and that was very prevalent in this movie like there's no authority figure worth a damn at all in this and i loved that i loved the just unabashed just awfulness of it but it worked i think it worked and i love what you said about Freddy's being having some emotion and having a humanness to him mm-hmm. because it did make sense and I really like and I want to get to if, if you, either of you guys want to talk about the the plot so to speak and how they got Freddy and Jason to interact in the same space because realistically they couldn't right and how they bridged that gap I thought was really really cool yeah I did I did actually like the plot quite a bit pretty much starting off um, it took place the start of the movie took place at the end of the nightmare series and I also believe the end of the um, Friday 13 series correct basically I, yeah. yeah and um, pretty much Freddy Krueger um, was powerless he's in hell he's you know sleep demon like he's always been but he has no power anymore because mm-hmm. nobody in Springwood knows who he is um, so with that Freddy uh, possessed from what I understand, possesses uh, Jason's dreams and um, manipulates it to where he, uh, Freddy looks like he's his mom mm-hmm. and tells Jason like, hey, you need to get back up. Like, he can't die. I need you to go kill some people in uh, Springwood because they're being bad kids. Freddy possessed uh, Jason's dreams to cause him to come back to life and uh, wreak havoc in Springwood. And at that point, pretty much everyone in Springwood forgot who Freddy Krueger was, which made him completely powerless. And that's where um, that's where pretty much the main cast of characters are really introduced is when Jason makes his way over to Springwood on Elm Street, mm-hmm. and that's where you meet uh, Lori, her friends, uh, what Gib, uh, I think Kia, and then Gib's boyfriend, and then his best friend, which they're irrelevant characters in my opinion. I don't remember their names. I think it was like Trey and something else. Mm-hmm. 
I've learned that most of these movies, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, pretty much, you know, they're just there hanging out at um, at Lori's house and, um, you know, doing what teens do best in horror movies, do stupid decisions all the time. Um, and with that... Drink and have sex. I was literally going to say those exact words. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so Gib and her boyfriend go upstairs and have sex. And with that... Um, and she's a dick. Yeah. Oh, he's a total dick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I That was, that was I, one sad. character. I immediately was go. like, I hope he dies. <laughs> like, I just... I mean, I had a strong feeling from the very beginning he was going to be dead first. But, oh, man, I hated him. That, that kill was like the... You know, I don't that's like, the one I don't kill I remembered from this movie. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that you was know, one of the best kills you, in the movie, you, though. You, you know, I don't like to be touched after. Yeah. Well, uh. you don't get touched before either. <laughs> <laughs> um, after Gib and um, him have sex, Gib goes off and takes a shower, mm-hmm. and he's just laying in bed, and uh, Jason appears there. He apparently came through the back door. They didn't really explain it too well. Like the back door was open. But I'm pretty sure at this point it's kind of confirmed Jason just has teleporting powers. Like <laughs> he just shows up places. That is the classic I, Jason I did, Voorhees. I did have that thought through a couple of things because like a couple of scenes in the movie where he he catches up to people and it's like he's literally just walking really slow all the time. Exactly. And they're the like the dude in the corn is like running as fast <laughs> as he can through the corn, and then Jason's just like there and like throws the you know, and I'm like. How the hell? He's walking. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I love that that trope about Jason, and it's so it's so cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That he walks and just shows up. He's like Michael Myers. Both of them have the same ability where yeah. they just walk, and then all of a sudden they're there. Yeah, yeah you don't. Yeah, it's great. I, I I love it. I I love the the how they got it to work with you know all these kids have had their dreams repressed, so he has no one to scare anymore, mm-hmm. no one to yeah. kill, so. He goes and, and, and basically wakes up Jake, Jason, and I love that. I, and I don't remember seeing it too often, but to see it played out in such practical terms with literally just the Earth rebuilding Jason, because at the end of all those movies, he gets killed, dismembered, like all these, in yeah. all these different ways. To see how he, you know, I mean, he's he's basically a bog monster. Yeah, and how his you know watching his you know his heart and his that, that was really cool. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. And, you know, Jason just going off, he's gooning as goons do, pissing off Jason, just, or Freddy Krueger. It's just so great. Um, and at the very beginning with uh, Robert England out of makeup, looking at the pictures of his of his victims and stuff like that, that aspect of Jason or Freddy was always the creepiest. And they leaned, to me, they leaned way too hard into it in that remake with Jackie Earl Haley. Yeah, we we all know that he wasn't he wasn't just killing; he was doing other things, and like we don't need to know that. It doesn't take it doesn't add anything. All it does is just make him more of a monster that he already pretty much is. Right, so, and yeah, it makes but, people just not want to like him. Yeah, and yeah I like you, liking slasher killers. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it gives him. Yeah, it's like, well, you're a piece of shit, Freddy, but you, you know, but then you killed another piece of shit. It's so, like, what do you do? Um, yeah, I, I really like that you'd mentioned that he, he he's pissed about it. But yeah, they Jason comes back and they really don't even know who he is. And yeah. Yeah, I had never really heard of Freddy at the be, beginning. And yeah, and then they go on basically to have this this battle this waging around them. And they kind of don't really even know the grasp of it, to be honest. And that's when all the good cartoony kills happen. And that first one where the guy gets folded backwards yeah. and 
Oh, <laughs> so good. That was such so, a good kill. So, 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 so good. Um, the one that got me was the next one where the kid was sitting on the porch with his dad. That was the first jump scare that got me where I legit yelled out loud. Oh, yeah. When the guy, when the dad's head just like rolls over. Because uh-huh. he's like, ta- he's like, dad, dad. And then the head just like, and I was like, ah! So, yeah, <laughs> totally got me. I think, I think my favorite one, though, is when uh, Jason threw Kia into a tree and killed her. Yeah. That oh, was good. my favorite. That was good. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny is there was one that I thought was in this movie, and I guess it must have been in one of the remakes where I thought he takes a lady inside a sleeping bag and bashes it against a tree. You see, that one is the remake. That I That's thought it remake. was this one too, and then I remembered it was from the remake. It, it was, was one movie. of the first kills in the remake. Well, that's classic Jason, just camp, campground killing. Yeah. So, um, and ha- the, have Jason going around does make him feel like a Michael Myers in this. Yeah, a lot. You know, because you ex- you know you're you're used to seeing him around in the forest and in the camp and stuff like that. To see him in the city, not in the city, but in this little quaint little town was a little different. But I really liked it, and, yeah. and it totally totally worked. Yeah, Jason. You know, you got to think about that though, and I'm really surprised that they actually went that far. Is like you have somebody like Jason who is an unstoppable bog monster. D- does he dream, and what does he dream about? His and mom. His mom. Yeah, he dreams about <laughs> his mommy. He does well, and that and that totally makes sense, and that totally. And the kids that picked on him. And the kids yeah. that picked on him humanized Jason mm-hmm. a lot in this too, as to what really. You know, people forget that that Jason was not the original killer of these movies. Right, that was his mom. It wasn't until like the third one. That's that why he Drew Barrymore gets killed in Scream, because oh. she doesn't know that it was Jason's mother. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. She didn't know that it was Jason's mom. Yeah, it's it's easy. The real killer was Jason's mother. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so I, oh, I just I. It's just a thought that, like, you know, you don't really tend to think about that. And sometimes you really don't need to go that in depth into a killer, these killers. You know, you don't, not everything has to be completely dissected a thousand ways like Michael Myers has been mm-hmm. in all of, in all of Rob Zombie's movies. Like, I think that we've, we've established everything that we can establish around Mike, about Michael Myers and his version anyway. So for, for them to, 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 to humanize these two is really cool. And it, you do have to wonder, you know, going into it, how are you going to get these to fight? Because you've got a bog monster and then, you know, a, 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 a dream demon. Like, how how is it going to work? And their first fight in that boiler room. That's awesome. In the, when they're just dreaming. Like, that's cool. That's way cool. I kind of felt it was a cheap a cheat on how they got Freddy into the real world because I feel like that would have come up before. Just grab him and bring him, and now he's here, and we could kill him. Yeah, I'm, I feel like that's been they've addressed that before in the movie, but it didn't matter. It was still cool. Yeah, yeah, it was still really cool. The, oh, the different... that scene when she rips off his face and then like yeah, ah! rips his ear. Yeah, <laughs> oh, his ear. That's what <laughs> or it was. whatever. Yeah, the big she old just grabs him. And... Yeah, that's well... that's that's awesome. Those those types of scenes are so cool, and I love mm. how they evolve from. Okay, so it's a dream fight, so anything can happen forever. Well, after a while, I mean, Jason's up there pinballing, or Freddy's up there pinballing Jason. Bing, bing, bing. Oh, that's so cool. I mean, it looks goofy, but, like, that's awesome. 
So it's really cool when they segue him into the real world finally. And then you can get this battle. A couple of really interesting things that came up when I was uh, going through this. Um, And this is actually a really good tie-in with having three Avengers here in the room. Is um, Evangeline Lilly is in this movie. What? What? Yeah. I didn't even realize. Yeah. She's just a background walking character. Well, in, in the high school, because she was in high school at the time. Yeah, didn't even notice. Evangeline yeah, Lilly. Yep. Speaking of the high school, you know what bugged me was tell the, me the fact that so two of their friends have just been brutally murdered, yeah. and the friend's dad, and they just go to school. Yeah. The next day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so you gotta go to the rave tonight. Like, <laughs> yeah. Sure am. <laughs> sure am. And, and, like, like Josh is dead or whatever his name is. So and so's dead. Oh. Oh, you know, like what? <laughs> well, that's what I love about this is the the parents and the authority figures are inconsequential. Oh yeah, totally. inconsequential. That's what I love about these '80s movies. That's kind of was the theme for a long time was that the parents were inconsequential. Mm-hmm. In the '90s, the the in, the parents were buffoons, and it wasn't until later on in the way the world changed that parents were. Actually, more well, conscious. Yeah. A way a lot more. Like conscious. if you look at the new Halloween movie compared to the original Halloween movie. Correct. The original, nobody cared. Michael Myers was out killing people. Whatever. You know, Halloween was it's still fine. happening. Yep. The next one, they actually started like they were a little bit more cautious. There were more police officers out during mm-hmm. Halloween and whatnot. But then once bodies started racking up and police officers noticed, they were like, "Yeah, no, everyone back inside." Yeah. Yeah. In this one, it was like everyone goes to school. No one really cares, and they're just and all they do is like stare at them. All the yeah. other students are just staring them down, and it's like, aren't you? Scared? There were like two people in your town just got killed. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love I love inconsequential. The thing adults. is though, I do think that the staring worked really well in the high school scene when Lori was explaining it was like, It's Freddy Krueger, he was in my dreams oh, and all yeah, that. Yeah. And everyone just looking at her like she's crazy. Yeah. And I was like, This is really funny, but like this works well for this scene because I mean yeah. she would look like she was crazy. It works well and at that time period it worked well because Jason uh, Freddy Krueger was not anything around the, the beginning of the 2000s right. these movies were long gone long yeah. over jason i mean these were just mascots at this point i mean they weren't they weren't really that anything so they finally you know so it it, it was pretty much the real world you know the real world scenario being used in the movie which if you really think about it is absolutely true you know the the you know, these slashers from the 80s, you know, the world moved on. They moved on from them. So they weren't, you know, J- Freddy was no longer relevant anymore. And Jason was long mm-hmm. just dormant in the bog. So it was actually really interesting. And if you think about it that way, it's actually an interesting take. Well, now all of a sudden this is happening and this old grudge or this new grudge that these two guys have had that they should have done, you know, years earlier. It was finally come to fruition. And that's what it's that. I think people forget how big of a deal it was for these two characters to be fighting. That literally is like Captain America fighting Batman. Like how yeah. Yeah. that was, was a huge deal. And I, I remember when this came out, like especially this ending where, you know, there is a winner uh, kind of <laughs> like, <laughs> like then you remember that, Oh wait, this is cartoony horror movie villains. These guys are, are all just Deadpool anyway. They could just come back together. There was a lot of talk of what's next. I know that at one point they were going to have Pinhead 
show up at the end of this. So the oh, third that would have been awesome. Been, the third one would have been Pinhead. Um, I'd also heard uh, Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. That would have been cool too. Nice. They, did, uh, yes. they did a comic series about that. Did they? Yeah, that would have been amazing. Freddy versus, Jess, versus Ash, yeah. Uh, Freddy Jason versus Chucky. Yes. Which would have been like if they if they were gonna go with the comedic tone, perfect, perfect, Chucky absolutely perfect, perfect. Um, <laughs> and I was actually, did you guys see the the Child's Play reboot? Yeah, it was I did. great. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it too. I was waiting the whole time. I was like, a real Chucky's original Chucky's gonna show up because they're what is this studio? You know, what is that franchise doing? Nothing. And but it, I, I was really surprised. I was really surprised. I would love to see uh, an original Chucky versus this new Chucky. Yeah, they're that'd both be cool. creepy for different ways. Yeah. They both have different abilities too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they both yeah. have different abilities and different um uh it would be really interesting to see that. Uh it just kind of makes you wonder like these how you how would you put these two different mm-hmm. all these different creatures together. I am really surprised that they didn't go with the pinhead route because again, that's I think that's another franchise that every time they've tried to reboot it it's it just never works. Yeah. It never freaking works. I, you almost feel like you have to just start all the way over with that, which they kind of did with the Jason and Freddy's. And even still, it didn't work. The Jason, I thought, was, I mean, that's easier to fake. Not fake, but that's easier to bring back and it do wasn't another bad. one. Like, it it's was just pretty good. Because it's Jason. You, you put him in it, you know, he's played by like eight different guys. You, you put him in the jumpsuit, you put him in the mask and have a good day. Freddy's a little bit harder. It's yeah. a harder sell. And as good as Jackie Earl Haley is as as uh, Rorschach, he was just not a good Freddy Krueger. <laughs> oh my gosh! So we and we we always want inter- to to um, point out the problematic parts. Uh, this move movie, which I'm, I, I'm sitting here watching an hour's worth of of just nonstop gore. And and stabbing and blood and cursing, <laughs> and then Kelly Rowland decides to drop the F slur, and I'm not talking fuck. Uh, <laughs> uh, questioning Freddy Krueger's sexuality, and yeah, that stopped me in my tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fact I when the you even yeah sec. when you even mentioned like, uh, I guess like I don't even I don't even think could say that that was like okay in 2003 i I don't know why i mean there's a thousand other insults you could have thrown at that point like i never it never dawned on me that he's wearing a christmas sweater and for her to use that phrase was pretty off-putting and i didn't like it and so it's we always address those things so if you do when you if you do watch the movie you, you'll be confronted with that. But then, as you said, she gets a really good kill, and oh, it's well-deserved. Oh, it's it's for so satisfying. <laughs> yeah. Literally, Jason just, like, you know, right behind her and just throws her into a tree. Just ragdolls just her across into a tree. awesome. And, and you know what? Good scene, for you. <laughs> that whole scene, I was like, what is she doing? Yeah. Like, I know she was trying to distract him, but, like, it, it got to a point where it was like, why is she... He's he's clearly gonna get pissed off and kill you. Like what? Yeah, are you it doing? was so bizarre. <laughs> I think what she was trying to do was similar to what they did in Nightmare One when they realize, well, when Nancy realized mm-hmm. that if she's not afraid of Freddy, Freddy can't do anything. Yeah. And I think they were trying to pay some homage to that, but Freddy was in the real world, which means his knives are real, <laughs> yeah. and he doesn't have any of his dream demon abilities, but he still has knives. Yeah. Right. 
and Jason is will just kill you. Yeah, Jason. <laughs> Jason will just murder you. So, the so you have the boiler fight, which is really cool. You know, kind of supernatural, and then. The construction site fight. Oh, that was cool. So good. Yeah, that was, was such a good that fight. was a lot of fun. Um that that was segue into when they when the fight goes to the end of the dock. And for whatever reason, if you didn't catch it, if you watch if you watch it again, I'll, i it's the goofiest thing. Jason literally just like stars back out into the water. He falls into the water and he just like throws it. It looks like he throws his hands up and just, oh, he just falls into the water. Like, come and get me. It's like the weirdest thing. It's so bizarre, but it was just so fun. I loved it. And and I, and I just loved all the different classic elements, which you said, like the throwback to the very first movie yeah. and, and Freddy doing, you know, do, you know, Freddy was always really good about the tailor-made scares and the tailor-made um, things that he was doing. So when he turned into the caterpillar, because the, the caterpillar, yeah, because the the guy the the pothead, you know, he comes out and I, I would like to have seen more than just blowing a bunch of smoke in his face. Yeah, but he needed him to get into the real world. But it was still kind of cool to see him to overtake this, possess someone. Yeah, possess this fake Jason Muse guy. Um, it was a really, it was a lot of fun. There's a lot of classic throwbacks to it. It's also super cool to see uh, see the the stoner dude get cut in half. That was yeah. that was fun to watch too. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it is. The, the 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 violence in this is so senseless, but like, it's it's just yeah, you're not it. You don't feel dirty. Like that's the one thing about a lot of the the pre two you know mid two thousand horror movies. You just felt dirty. Like I was like going coming out of like the Hills Have Eyes remake or those those Chainsaw Massacre remakes. I just felt filthy. Like I just watched like a snuff film. I think that's like anything after Saw three for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the Saw movies like are God, a lot of I fun, but after Saw a while, they're just so like good. you just. Oh, I gotta take a shower. Because <laughs> I'm just, oh, ugh, they're just they're so but, good. They are good. They're, they're, they're one of my. They're probably my favorite franchise. Yeah. Honestly, Same. I'm really excited for the new one coming. Oh, me too. Oh, yeah, it's so Same here. good. I'm really excited for that. Chris but this, Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. Oh yeah, oh, you're man. not gonna be able to go wrong. Exactly. Uh, um, but this is. I, it's almost like a Deadpool horror movie. Like, it's just so funny and off the wall. And they didn't take themselves too seriously. And that's what I love about it. And I think that I was looking for something a lot more serious and a lot more like, oh, epic. Mm-hmm. And that's not what you're going to get with this. But you're going to get a really cool... You know, you're going to see two legends at the time and to this day, you know, because we're still talking about Jason and Freddy uh, fighting like you've always wanted them to. Oh, another side note, too, that in some of those Jason uh, Freddy Krueger scenes, uh, the professional wrestler uh, Rey Mysterio plays uh, Freddy in some of the fight scenes. That makes sense. Because Robert England just wasn't, he wasn't. He's not. He's agile. not built for that kind of stuff. No. But uh, <laughs> and and God bless him for it. You don't need him. <laughs> to, to, like I don't need uh, Robert England to physically kick my ass. I just want him to sit here and scare the shit out of me. And he's good at that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, a freaking Frey Mysterio played uh, J- Freddy in some of those scenes. That's cool. Yeah. 
the I did like the way Jason was designed because it still looked like it was just like a the black skinned the face was like the disfigured kid under the mask. Mm-hmm. Like in this yeah. one you can really tell some of the movies the mask and the skin it almost looks like the mask is embedded in the skin, but this one really looked like that boy wearing a mask and yeah. I, really, I really liked the design of that character in this one mm-hmm. I think um, one little just like one little thing that I noticed that I really liked was when Jason was first woken up because mm-hmm. Jason always has had that one eye that doesn't open all the way yeah he didn't all he didn't open both eyes he only opened one yeah and oh. but the thing is is you only that. ever see that one eye down is when his mask is off so I thought that was neat how they incorporated it with yeah. the mask on that's cool yeah the way yeah thing. the way it was designed it was really yeah. cool it was really really cool I really enjoyed the heck out of this and this like I said when I first saw it, it was like okay all I did was pick it apart me and Jeremiah just picked it apart <laughs> but coming back at it 2000 you know 20 years later it's a whole heck of a lot of fun I could do without the slur but other than that, it's a whole heck of a lot of fun. Um, I uh, the uh, kind of on the same line as the school thing. I laughed really hard when the guys escaped from the the mental hospital. Yeah, because they lit like first he steals the keys. Like how are you gonna steal these guys' keys? And they literally just like walk out the back door. <laughs> yeah, like, no, yeah. yeah. I love that. that was amazing. I love that. I, <laughs> like, oh, I'm, it's just what? so inconsequential. It's great. <laughs> And no one really cares either. No, that made me like, that made no. me think of um like in a uh, Halloween, the original one, when mm-hmm. uh, all the uh, patients were just outside. Oh yeah, and like nobody was doing anything. It made me think of that. I'm like, okay, I guess just authority doesn't care. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. I love. I mean, look at movies. You had mentioned the New Mutants. Mm-hmm. The authority figure keeping these kids in line is what moves the plot along for so long in that film. Mm-hmm. You don't get those in these nope. movies. You no. didn't get them in the 80s. You didn't get them in this. And it's it's great. I mean, look at all those old, all the other ones around, you know, within this five, five year swing before and after with like the Final Destination movies. God, I love those too. Those, they stress <laughs> me out. I love I like them. Don't they? But, oh, yeah. Oh, they yeah, make me so nervous. So much. But there's so much. Yeah. When, if you can get across, you know, if you can get over the fact that you're watching something awful and like horrific it's they're a lot of fun to try to find figure out how they're gonna okay how is this gonna work and then it has it's crazy it, it's cool to watch it and how elaborate it gets but at I the lo- same time it's just uh, well and and i i recently marathoned them with some folks that hadn't nice. hadn't seen them or had seen like some of them but not all of them yeah. it was really fun to watch like their reactions to the the stuff I knew was good because I've watched them a lot. <laughs> if you ever want to talk about those, yeah, I will. <laughs> um, yeah, I will also because uh, gosh, it was just so fun to watch, especially the last one, the last the the reveal at the end of the last one is so good. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. I don't oh, know. The reveal was good. Yeah. I didn't like the rest <gasps> of the movie, but I liked the reveal. I liked I liked yeah. it. Wasn't wasn't that the one the 3D one? The last one. Or was that the one before that? The one before that was the 3D one. Because I hated the 3D one except for the entirety of the gymnastics scene. That the scene gymnastics made scene me was so nervous. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah. just so many things that could go yeah. wrong. And the eye one. Uh. Oh, no, I couldn't watch the eye one. <laughs> I, I, real quick, before we sign off, I have a question for you, Jen. Okay. And Congratulations. It's If you're listening to this now, it's over. But when we recorded this, it was National Women's Day or International Women's Day. So... Uh, congratulations, you guys. You guys are amazing. Um, <laughs> but I have a question for you, and I don't know if this is just I was mistaken, but some of the most 
ardent horror movie fans I know to this day are females. But growing up, that wasn't the case. Okay. Were you always a horror movie fan? Um, I wasn't allowed to watch them for a long time. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't know when I started watching them. I mean, I the the first few like horror movies I remember seeing as a kid were like Pet Cemetery, which scared the bejesus out of me. Oh yeah, that movie's crazy. Um, God, like like well, and I can when I was a kid I thought Gremlins was a horror movie, um, <laughs> and I was scared of Gremlins under my bed. Yeah. But I remember watching like I used to watch I used to watch TV horror a lot with my dad. Like we would watch Tales from the Dark Side and the Twilight oh, yeah, Zone, and then I started watching like uh, the Tales from the Crypt. You know, I so I really liked TV horror for a really long time, and I I don't know how I started really getting into horror movies because um, I remember like. Girls at sleepovers wanting to watch them and like being like, no, 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 I don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch that. And then all of a sudden, somewhere like high school age, college age, it changed, and I started to love them. And I don't know if it's because I went to the movies with somebody, but I just started. I, I started liking like going to haunted things and and just started liking horror movies. Yeah. And I just I love the scare. I love the suspense. I love like that anxiety that you feel like like normally I don't like that feeling but mm-hmm. watching it in a horror movie I do and I don't know why um, maybe it's a release I don't know but I just started liking them maybe Scream Scream kind of you know okay. I really enjoyed Scream and I think that kind of helped with my love of horror movies and I started just, watching more I've just know this I've noticed this demographic change that mm-hmm. women in general and this is just in generalities but like are the most ardent fans of this stuff. Even like, I mean, they've turned into a joke on SNL now with the murder show mm-hmm. segment they did. Oh, like, that was hilarious. That was chef kiss. That was great. But like, it's just the weird, it's just a very interesting thing. It's a cool mm-hmm. thing. I'm not like shitting on anything like that. It's just really interesting to me that growing up, like I couldn't, I couldn't get a girl to watch a scary movie with me. I mean, you know, the girls I dated in high school or even when I got out of high school, I couldn't get a partner to sit and watch a horror movie. My spouse won't watch a horror movie. So, like, it's just interesting. It really, yeah. really is. And I, I, I just don't know what changed because most of the the women I know love horror movies and I, murder shows and stuff. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe it was because growing up I hung out with a lot of guys. Most of my friends were guys. And so I would watch horror movies with them. Um and and I started getting into it that way. I, I really don't know like where I, cause I know as a kid I didn't like them, but then something changed something, and yeah. I just started loving them. I don't them know, it's just the whole, yeah. You know, maybe, maybe it was, maybe it started as trying to prove that I was brave. Yeah. You know, oh, I maybe. don't know. I, I mean, maybe it's somewhere subconsciously, I don't know, but I, I love them now and they're, that's my favorite genre. Like I will watch a horror movie anytime, any place, yeah. you know. And and I especially like bad horror movies. I love bad cheesy things. Idle like, hands. I, I love idle hands. Yeah. I love idle hands. I love like things like Zombievers and like oh, all those Zombievers is great. All those like terrible shark movies. Like I love all of them. It's just. It's just something, I don't know, I, I really like bad horror and I want to be in every bad horror movie that's ever made in this town. <laughs> so, I just um, want to be in someone's short film. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> I am I am uh, castable. Ray, <laughs> uh, I'm going to ask you real quick, too, before we say goodbye. Um, since you've got a different perspective on this, you know, Jen and I are watching these films as they're happening and obviously you're coming in 
you know, behind us, what to you, what is a good horror movie? Like, what are some of your favorites? Uh, so if we're looking at some of my favorites, I think my favorite horror movie ever made to this day will will be and will always be the original 1978 Halloween. That one is my favorite horror movie just because okay. it was the first one I ever watched and it also has Michael Myers and I love him. Right but um, I think really what constitutes a good horror movie for me is really good character development okay. and a good plot. And I obviously scares, like there needs to be mm. scares, but something that's too reliant on jump scares isn't fun. I like kind of that looming sense of fear. Mm-hmm. Like um, in one of the newer movies that came out, uh, Hereditary, came out in like yeah. 2016 or something like that. Why, why are you making that face? <laughs> I did not like Hereditary at all. Hereditary I know, was great. I know I am in the minority, but I thought it was the most boring. I never, I, did I, never, not I like saw it Midsummer, but I never saw Hereditary. Midsummer was great too. Yeah. Uh, but I actually, I don't even think I finished Midsummer, not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, Hereditary, essentially, long story short, grandma dies, there's a curse on this family. Yeah. People die. Mm-hmm. Simple enough. But the thing is, is the movie's not relying on jump scares all the time. Like, I remember there was one jump scare that actually scared me enough to how you had to, like, pause the movie. Uh, there was a scene in the pretty beginning of the movie after the grandma dies where, um, Mom is going through her, uh, like her mom's stuff, and you know, looking around and finds this book, and then puts it back. Then she goes and turns off the light in the room, and there is a shadow in the back corner of the room that is a silhouette of the grandma, and you can kind of see her smiling. Mm-hmm. Scared the fuck out of me. Like I, because I didn't see her at first, and mm-hmm. that was the nice thing. It wasn't like, hey, this is the overlying thing. This is just something here, so you're rewarded if you see it. And that's what I thought was a good scare. And you know, some other things that I don't really want to say because it will like spoil that movie are really really good and make it a really great horror movie though it is kind of drawn out a bit and so i can agree with you know jen's uh disdain to the movie a bit but <laughs> i think it's great or like um i also really like the remake of grudge the uh with sarah, sarah michelle geller oh, i love that movie yeah that movie was great mm-hmm. uh the the grudge was like yeah that, that's that's to me was like terrifying the yeah. first time i saw yeah. it like that that slow burn is is just I also thought the oh, ring horrifying. was very terrifying. Yeah, the, the ring, ring didn't was scare terrifying. me. Yeah. I just I thought I liked the ring. It just never scared me. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. For us, it was scary because I mean, I, I guess our horror movies growing up were just so superficial. Like I'm yeah. gonna watch somebody like you went to go see a Jason movie to see somebody get hacked to pieces and how. Yeah. Now that I don't want to, I don't want to mess with my mind, and now that's what mm-hmm. they were doing. <laughs> I mean, the the one movie probably that has scared me the most in my entire life has been The Strangers. Because oh, it is, it is so re- it could be so real yeah. and like mm-hmm. and like that moment where the one killer they're like, why are you doing this? And the killer's like, because you're home. Like uh, to this day, that haunts me. Yeah. Like I was scared of that movie for months. Like I w- I thought for sure like that guy in the mask was staring at me from the corner of the yeah. room, and you know it was just because it was so like you said not cheesy and not it was so real. Yeah. You know, and it, yeah, that movie scared. Yeah, they, the they started getting anime. super hyper realistic, mm-hmm. and then it just got freaking ridiculous. Cool. I was, <laughs> I was curious those two, those two top, those two things I was curious about. Like, what happened? Why women are into the horror movies I now? I don't know what it is. Your thoughts on that? Did you ever see the others? Huh? I have not. You the should check out the good. others. Isn't that the with Nicole that, Kidman? It's good. Yeah, yeah. If you like those kind of slow burn, like suspenseful movies creepy movies but not like horror movies you, you'd like the others i like have others. you ever seen uh you're next no not yet oh, Don't tell oh me. a masterpiece yeah, no, yeah i want to you need i to haven't watch, seen it yet. you need to watch that one there's a, a few that have come in the, out the past few years that i haven't got a chance to sit and watch yet so there is a if you like 
the cheesy style of horror movies. There is a movie that not a lot of people know about. I discovered it on Hulu recently and I watched it and it's probably my new favorite like horror well Cabin in the Woods is my favorite horror yeah. movie, but oh, this is like movie. probably my number two. It's called The Final Girls. Oh, that movie's awesome! And I love that movie. It's basically Pleasantville, but a horror movie. Nice, because these these kids get sucked into a 1980s slasher flick. Right on, and it's fantastic. Oh, it's That's why so I liked good. the Babysitter. It was just oh, such yeah. a, yeah. Oh, just oh, a the good throwback. Babysitter was good. Both yes. of them were just such good throwbacks to this uh, nonsense. The second I love one it. was all right. I, didn't I care liked it. It was over the top, and that's what made it cool. it had to be like because. That's what enough. these these old movies did. Like they just kept trying they to just top got themselves. Bigger and, and bigger, bigger and bigger. cheesier yeah. and stupider. And, and but yes, if you like the eighties style slasher, sleepaway camp, girls. the yeah. final girls. Yeah. It's oh, on I'm Hulu. It's, that out. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Girls. And I it, they totally set up for a sequel and they never made one and it made me so sad. And I think it's because it just didn't make enough money. Yeah. But like people love it that see it. It's, it's like, so fun. I'm gonna have to watch that. I liked I I recently saw the Little Monsters. That one was cool. Oh, Little Monsters was oh, great. That was great. Uh, that was a fun little movie. That's the Australian movie, mm-hmm. right? With the yeah. Zombies. yeah, I love that movie. Yeah. Zombies at a daycare or whatever, yeah. or a petting zoo or whatever. Oh, yeah, the movie's so oh, good. Yeah, so, it was awesome. Yeah, Hilarious. A lot, of, a lot of fun there. So, so good. yeah, I, I, I like that the, the level of experimentation with completely bass awkward topics now is good. It's not yeah. it's just super hyper realistic. So I really appreciate that. Uh, Jen, thank you so much for coming back of course, to the show. Always. Um, I look forward to seeing the short films that you were in coming out. Um, Braden, thank you so much for taking yeah, the evening to come talk about this film. Thanks for having me. Of course. Yeah, you guys are both welcome back at any time. Um, I guess I don't. No. Okay. Uh, driving home, I'll, I'll remember. <laughs> I'll remember it. Um, yeah, thank you so much, guys, for coming. Freddy versus Jason. Pretty much the final epi- the final movies of both of the original franchises. And honestly, a fun nice way to wrap up the goofiness that those those two those two series kind of became um i mean technically storyline wise jason goes to mars or whatever but uh <laughs> <laughs> uh for whatever nonsense that freddie and jason will get into in the future um this was a really nice little cherry on on their on their stories um really appreciate uh so i really appreciate you guys coming by um Remember, everybody, we are, you can see the backlog of the Be Kind, you can hear the backlog of the Be Kind Rewinds um, on anywhere uh, you get your your streaming your streaming shows, uh, anywhere the podcasts are on. Uh, we still have, we have merch available still on Redbubble, Redbubble. The link is there on the Be Kind Rewind page. Uh, thank you so much uh, for listening, and I promise next week we'll have something um, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. Um, uh, I'm going to cover a TV show next week. So um, I have never, we've never done a TV show, and I've decided I'm going to cover a TV show. So stay tuned after the show. Okay. <laughs> so uh, stay tuned for that, and remember to check out uh, Chew Bubble Gum and Kick Ass, um, and of course the other awesome shows here on this network. So thank you so much for listening. Remember, if you're going to have. A rewind, you might as well be kind. Uh, we love you, and we'll hear you. We'll talk to you next time.